Welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ on 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And in-house with us today, jazzing with us on FM, on what you call 96.9 FM, 700 AM, is Janice Arnold-Jones. Good morning. And she's flying with us today as, as, as special host. Yes. As guest host. One of our favorites, yeah. She's one of our favorites, so we're just going to shoot around the mic today like a couple of comadres. And Wait, I have breaking news. I have breaking news. Now what? Yes, well, uh, it just came, it was noted in the paper this morning, I think, and I heard it in the morning news that Nancy Pelosi has tripped. As she was drunk, she lost her dentures, and she has resigned as Speaker of the House. No way. Yeah, that, uh, oh. Wait, really? Stop April it. Fool, oh, April yeah. Suckers, Bummer. Suckers, <laughs> suckers. One could only wish this would happen. Yes, okay. One well. could only wish. I would say, so what happened to Schumer? He, he's still there. He hasn't tripped or lost his dentures. So. Yeah, what a shame. But, hey. he's, but he's still drunk. <laughs> hey, what's a Schumer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on today's uh, topics, I guess everybody heard that Mari Marijuana has been legalized in new mexico so uh, are you not excited we will make so much money oh please give not. me a break april no. fool again april <laughs> fool i mean it i mean yeah yeah there you go it's, i mean as if there wasn't problems with that because if there were no problems with it it would have got past the first round but instead we heard yesterday from uh senator mark Moore. morris mm-hmm. he said she was twisting arms and i believe him i believe him because because you know i know and i know you know janice because you've been in politics a long time politics is what dirty it's dirty nasty it's a dirty dirty kind of business perverted perverted in the worst way in the worst kind of way not everybody well well but, but this administration there is no doubt mm-hmm. and and pick one whether you take the federal one or new mexico's administration and you got that right that's right. So she said so, it's a so significant drug, victory it's a for signi- New Mexico. I would say, and I will tell you what, is it not our top priority that we focus on marijuana? Absolutely. I mean, we, we have kids who aren't in school. We have kids who mm-hmm. are not eating. We have kids who have no home. We have seniors who are uh, sometimes without power. We don't Double have, taxed. We don't have an economy because right. we've driven all these restaurants out of the business. Right, well, we right. can be stoned. Yeah, so uh, maybe that'll make us feel better about all that other maybe, stuff. Maybe, maybe it'll make you forget about maybe. it. Maybe I mean, this morning I woke up and I was like, I smoked two joints in the morning. <laughs> I smoked two joints at night. I smoked two joints in the afternoon. Makes me feel all right. That's the point. I smoked two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoked two joints and then I smoked two joints and then I smoked two more. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little trouble keeping track of time there? Well, you know. <laughs> so it's all okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about this real quick because it's breaking news. It's, it's, a, it's a top uh, story on every single app that you open on your, what you call smartphone because it's smarter than you are. It's smarter than you. Oh, yeah. But do you see how she explained it away? Change never comes easily, and it rarely does. When it does, it occurs as quickly as we might like. I, I wonder with all the arm twisting, right? Right. She said, but with this major step forward, we're signaling more clearly than ever before that we are ready as a state to truly break new ground. Uh-huh. I bet. Right, so, right. Yeah. So um, so getting the bill to the governor wasn't easy because <laughs> they didn't pass it. And then she said, look, y'all going to come back on what you call a special session. In Holy Week. In Holy Week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to twist your arms, and you're going to be in such a hurry to get out because we just had you here for 60 days. 
at the Capitol already making laws. Couldn't pass this. I'm going to twist your arm. And I'm telling you right now, she was very vocal about it. Yes, she was. She said, you get it done. Yeah. And that's an order. Mm -hmm. So so my friend Jude Grant actually commented on this. And, and you know, he served as uh, Heather Wilson's chief of staff. He actually knows legislation. He, he opined that the bill that was available in the legislative session was half-baked because we only have a half-time legislature. But that's a very nice way of saying this is not ready for primetime legislation. Half the Democrats said it wasn't ready. The right. current bill that they passed, they debated it until 1.30 in the morning on the House side. If you were making that many adjustments, uh, it's it's not ready for primetime. But there was a good adjustment. Can I tell you about yes, it? Yes, do me. it. Do and, it. And I'm hoping it made it all the way through. So I have not verified this. But Stu Engel uh, actually proposed an amendment that did pass that no legislator may be involved in any way with the cannabis marijuana business until 2027. Right. And I know that you said they passed that bill or whatever, but in New Mexico, it's just a suggestion. It's so don't hold your breath, Janice. I know. Don't think that they're not going to get involved because it's just a suggestion. Well, let me say, but I, I have this impression that Javier Martinez, who runs the South Valley Economic Development Center, that is a nonprofit paid for by you and me. That's his salary. Does not that not bother you? But he's not alone, just so you know. Well, he's, right. he's a state representative, or he's a representative for District 11, I believe, yeah. Oh, right. no, totally, totally. Right, yeah. he is. He yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. but but uh, but I believe he has a stake in this. Now I could be mistaken. It's, it <laughs> it could be April Fool's Day, but uh, you know. But he's carried this bill ever since he was elected, and right. I, you know, and I I I I take nothing from him. He is a smart guy, but I just resent our legislators being hired by nonprofits that actually get their money from the state. Exactly. Well, totally, and and this is not unique. It is not. There is a ton of what you call 501c3s. You got to register with the great state of New Mexico under the Secretary of State's office. And what these nonprofits are allowed to do in most cases, and, and unions fall under this uh, as well, everybody has to be registered with the great state of New Mexico. If you're giving money, if you're advocating for a candidate, a cause, a topic, anything, campaigning in any way whatsoever, um, they move money. And moving money is moving power. Right. And, and as a nonprofit, you don't have to disclose your donors. Right. So if you get all of your money from the state of New Mexico supplemented by George Soros, who cares? Who, who, who cares? You, you don't need no anybody. It's, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a big deal. It's like, it's like the Milagro Beanfield War. The, the government comes down heavy-handed, starts twisting arms, and says, hey, you. You can't plant no beans. And everyone says, oh, we can't plant beans anymore. Well, it wasn't the beans that was, they were disputing, Diana. It was the water. It's it always, always the water. It's always the water. They needed the water to water the beans. And I understand this. Mm -hmm. I'm just uh, in reference to the title. It's always been the water. Because what the hell are water rights? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I know what they are. It's a developer coming in and telling the state, please close down the water. They say they can't use it so that their land will dry up. They can't plant beans. They can't plant corn, squash. They can't have a You know what? Wait, wait. Living. It gets better. You know what? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, so under Richardson, we had to create 100-year water plans for uh, various water basins. Uh, and as you know, my husband's a water guy. Mm -hmm. And he said, after five years, 
It's a crap. I'm sorry. It's just a guess. It's just a guess. (laughs) It's just a a suggestion. (laughs) It's kind of like that. Strange things have happened here, and no stranger would it be. Yeah, you know that two Democrats really were the ones that fought it the hardest. Oh, stop it! Which ones? Well, there was uh, a Senator Roberto. They call him Bobby Gonzalez, and he's from Taos. And Shannon Pinto from Gallup. They joined the Republicans in casting the no votes and saying, no, it's not good, it's not ready. I would say, but also Patty Lundstrom from Gallup mm-hmm. uh, voted no. Uh, Derek Lenti from Hamas voted no. Are they Thank Democrats? You. Yes, and, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And so what about Joe Cervantes from Las Cruces? He was like, oh, no, about about this whole deal. Yeah. People were advising him not to, I'm sure, from his constituents and stuff. And guess what? He said, we're here Cerv- to pass the bill. Right. But Cervantes was among the five senators who missed the vote. So in other words, he took a walk. Oh, it says right here. Mm-hmm. It says he right took here. a walk. It says Cervantes was among five senators who missed the final vote. So in other words, he talked a big game. Mm-hmm. He's like, look here. He blah, took a walk. Blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, he didn't have the guts to say, you know, no. That's he right. didn't have the guts to say yes. He won't stand up to her. He won't stand up to her. Because he's part of the game. Because he's part of the game. So even though he didn't vote, even though he was against it, he was obligated to be there. He he, he was required to be there. You're obligated to the people who elected you. we got to be right back. we got to take a quick break. Everybody Sorry, take a deep I breath. have to whine when we come back. Woo, I know. Take a deep breath. We're taking everything today off the cuff, and mm-hmm. you got to be tough to have a show called what off you call the Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We got Janice Jones, Janice Arnold Jones in the studio with us today. We'll jazz with you right when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ on 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm Janice Arnold-Jones, and I'm your favorite guest. That's right. Oh, <laughs> look at her. She's April Fool's. No, no, <laughs> You definitely are, are definitely a favorite. We appreciate you coming all the time and taking it off the cuff because most people won't because most people don't got the guts i always said janice arnold joan she has guts well i would say so let's talk some guts right this minute let's do it when you have legislators who are on a tough bill and they take a walk five senators took a walk wow. the only reason you elect somebody is to vote yes or no that is that is their job that right. is their only job right to take a walk um there there is a a, a, a term let me get to it oh chicken caca How's that? <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. You, you know, and if your constituents are mad at you, you better be able to explain what you did. But to take a walk, 
That way you don't have to explain. But there's no explanation. It totally totally stings. Check it out. Mm -hmm. So when you vote for somebody, you don't vote for him because he or she or whatever it identifies with is the smartest person in the whole world. You don't do that. You vote for someone because they said they came knocking on the door, sent you a flyer, an email, posted on social media, declared with their heart uh, before God and everybody that, hey, I will represent you come hell or high water. I will represent you. So when they when we send them over there, they're supposed to represent the voice of the people, the constituency, the temperature of their constituents. Because, again, what District 10 looks like and let me define District 10. That's the South Valley of Albuquerque, South Broadway. It's it's where southern New Mexico actually begins is completely different than Tanawan. So you have all these different representatives. They're supposed to represent the constituency, but instead they go up there, they grandstand, and then, like Joe Cervantes, and just because it happened, got to report it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he said this bill wasn't ready. Uh, he he obviously opposed it, and guess what? Oh, and then he declared this bill has to be passed, and because then she said so. And then he went outside. And smoke two joints <laughs> and let it go. <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you listen to what my the representative of my district, Javier Martinez, he said, well, cannabis is here whether it's legal or not, which is true. You can get it from any corner. We already know the, the drug dealers in the neighborhood. They sell all kinds of weed, ganja, pot, smoke, blunts, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but we, it's, it's easily accessible. Now, if the state's going to be controlling it, it's a different thing. Uh, you'll have different maybe components in there. But the, the thing that I want to say is, when you buy from your neighborhood drug dealer, your little pot guy down the street, you, there's no record of it at all. And now if the state's going to have control of it, there's probably going to have record of purchasers, who's buying it. Who's of course they are. See, of know, course I, they are. And the implications are huge. I, you know, I will tell you what, if you work at Sandia Labs and they do a random blood test and you have THC in your blood system, you are going to lose your clearance. That's, right. That's what's going to happen. Period. Yeah. And I don't have care to to what rehab. the state law is. Right. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to start recording who buys all of this stuff like they do with alcohol now. Every time you go in to purchase alcohol, they ask for your ID not to check. Scan to, it. Not to check to see if you're of age mm-hmm. and they're they're in compliance with the law, but it it's to scan it mm-hmm. so that it's, I mean, it, that scan goes somewhere. Obviously, it goes into some sort of what you call Excel spreadsheet. We already know that. We already know this. So, and then uh, state of New Mexico wants to organize, uh, regulate, and market marijuana. Have you ever been to the DMV? I mean, they have proved <laughs> that, that they can't do this, okay? I mean, wow. you'll be there all day waiting on a couple of joints when, when all you got to do is call the friend up the road. Yeah. Shoot. You know that uh, actually uh, the house whipper. Who's it? Rod Montoya. Yeah, he's from Farmington. He said, we cannot be this reckless in our desire to pass drug legalization. I'm saying, yeah, so and, and, and let, us, let us not forget that whether you think this is true or not, but it is true, it is still a gateway drug. If you talk to any people who are our age, uh, well, my age, well, not yeah, your let's age. Let's not talk about age right here. Okay. This will start but, a fight. But, but okay. all of us who were at the Vietnam era, do you think that that's not what started a whole drug culture that's what that started it. And my kids, who are only in their 30s, say, Mom, don't do this. Look at what it has done to our friends. Mm-hmm. Look, and, and that's when it was illegal. So now let's like, make it legal so that right. we can do... Wait, wait, wait. Did we put in that bill more rehab money? 
No. Oh, oh let's let's create the problem like gambling and then let's pay for it to fix it. Right. That's right. Okay. Right. Never mind. Right. April Fools. April yeah. Fools. Again, April Fools. You guys are reckless with the April Fool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll shush. No. No. <laughs> no. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, they said once it's you know it's we're one of what 26 states now that have legalized it. And I bet none of them uh, went out, checked out what happened in the other states. Because even though Colorado was sort of the example, they said, look at all this money that we made and all of this kind of stuff. It didn't improve homelessness. I mean, going down to Colorado on a Saturday night, Saturday night looks a ton different than going Monday during working hours. I mean, you got homeless all over the place. You still got crime. You still got, uh, you know, poverty disparities. You still got homeless issues. People aren't well fed. Uh, nothing's really improved. Well, actually, things have have fallen apart as a result. There are issues uh, in all kinds of industries in Colorado where people cannot maintain their jobs. Uh, there are issues with employers having to deal with people who were high on the job. Uh, and, and that has turned out to be a real bugaboo for Colorado and has started to slow their economy. Oh, right. Yeah. And then the people that profited from it, because, again, they said it's going to, uh, here in New Mexico, the governor said it's going to generate all of this revenue, provide uh -huh. all oh. these kind of jobs for workers. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get it twisted. You ain't going to be able to go and open you up a shop, uh, uh, you know, plant, plant your fields full of marijuana. You want to know why? Because there are people that do it better than us. That's right. And they're going to fly in here. They're going to land in here. They, and, and, then, and then they're simply going to rent your land. And take the I money was, from New Mexico and as usual. Sucker. And, and wait, time out, time out. So... Has anybody mentioned that we might be in a high desert area where we might be having a drought? Do you know how much water marijuana production takes? It takes a lot. It's way more than green chili. Way, way more than pecans. It's what you call hydroponic. Yeah. Puff, puff, <laughs> a different <laughs> kind of green chili. <laughs> well, oh. Did you hear about what, you know, we know who Senator Jacob Candelaria is, the guy that threw the little fetus in the trash? Well, he has... Wait, is he the... Yeah. The the gay Hispanic he, lawyer. Yes, yes. I just want to double check to the make one sure. The one that to make sure he, okay. he repeated how gay he was. I know we understand <laughs> just that. Just checking. Be, check yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Well, he's he has a he's a medical cannabis patient. So he held up one of those cannabis vaping cartridges and he said that he intended to consume later Wednesday to celebrate. But he already has his license, so I don't know what he's celebrating. So he's up there bragging, bragging. throwing it in people's faces. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes legislation is passed, rules, laws, whatever are passed, and we don't always agree with them, but we accept them. But it doesn't mean that just because we passed alcohol that, that you show up to the roundhouse as a representative, as a statesman, mm -hmm. in your suit representing the people, the people of the great state of New Mexico in District 11, which you call the Old Town Los Turanes, I country mean, club. country club. These are historical, long-existing families that have founding families, I might add. And how offensive would that be to show up over there, you know? Like well, I would say, so let's just talk about a little parody with the uh, liquor industry. But it is against the law, against the rules to have alcohol in the capital. And I'm not saying it, it never happens. I think maybe Manny may have had something in his drawer. But you do not see that in our capital. So now, our, but if you and, do, and you're not supposed to smoke in the capital either, right? Right. But here he is with the vapor. Yeah, he's standing there and goes, "This is a gram of cannabis concentrate that will be vaped later by me after he passes bill and probably all of it." So he's saying he's a big pothead. Yeah, and he can't even help himself because he wants to smoke the whole little cartridge mm -hmm. because 
Because what? Because of what? Because yeah. of what? Because, because he of what? can. Because he can. And he has a license. Because he can, and, and he's paid for. And he's a senator, and he can boss everybody to death and call the cops and demand everybody wait on him. Right, he's right. He's a freak. Yeah. So legalizing marijuana and the medical cannabis, there's always been a divide. There's always been a push to legalize medical cannabis because it's a whole other industry than what you call legalization, recreational uh, marijuana. There's two sort of separate groups, and they're always competing against each other. But this looks like that's b- broken down the barriers and uh, it does nothing for the black market because the black market will still exist because we know today, anybody who knows anything, you can buy medical marijuana right here, right now without this law. As much as you want. As, and as much as you want yeah. and mm-hmm. whenever you want. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. at a glance, cannabis, um, a person could possess outside of the home two ounces of marijuana or eight milligrams of edible cannabis and oh yeah by the way you can't say uh marijuana anymore because they i de- can say whatever i, want. I can say whatever That's i want right. because i'm a damn american mm-hmm. marijuana 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 yeah. yeah yeah so there yeah you know he also said that he's ultimately he voted in favor of the measure described as an attack on ultra health a medical cannabis producer he has represented in his work as a private attorney so he's represented people as a private attorney but he said this is you know it's an attack it's oh, an uh, well, he, there, there's no doubt that it is going to uh, diminish some of the revenues of the medical uh, cannabis industry. Right. Uh, but but there's real issues there. You know, when I was still in the legislature, we had our first report because it passed at that time. I voted no. Um, and what was really interesting were the number of eight-year-olds that were not being treated for seizures, which and there there's real efficacy in terms of treatment with marijuana and seizures. These children did not have seizures, and they were being prescribed marijuana. What is the deal? Right, right. So, so from you know from all of these uh, pharmaceutical drugs, like uh, uh, what were some of the drugs that young kids were being given? Ritalin. Oh, this. Ritalin. Ritalin. Right. This. Right. 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 Yeah. Make, make them. Um, uh, chemically stoned. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right, chemically stoned. I, re- I remember when Ritalin was first announced, and my little one was a first grader, and he was a hyper little thing. I mean, boys normally are. And the teacher came and said, we're going to have to give your son Ritalin because he's too active, and he's energetic, and he's, you know, real. I said, but he's a boy. He's a boy. He's that way. That's the way boys are. And you're not going to drug my child. Do not, you know, I will sue you if you give him anything without me knowing. And leave him alone. He's just a child. You know, Thank yeah. you for doing that. Yeah. That is so true. We... We put our boys at such a disadvantage and drugging them because they are active. They are not like little girls. I'm sorry. Right. And I don't care if you think you're, we're going to talk about transgenderism, but mm-hmm. what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing to children? Right. Well, right. well you're just demasculating the males, that's for sure, left and right. It's, it's a well, disgrace. I know. And like, where's this big push coming from? I mean, you see a bunch of hipsters walking around. They got the man bun, the man purse, and all of this stuff. And the tight, skinny jeans. Hey, the man <laughs> lipstick. I'm like, yeah, it still looks like, uh, you know. And they shave their legs and they arch their eyebrows. Right. And they give us some fierce competition. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it because. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, they think they do. That group thinks they do. But there's no substitution. There's, there's no substitution. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can act in whatever accordance you want because, you know, your God-given rights given to you to express yourself however, however it is that you want. But at the expense of who? The children. At, mm-hmm. Of us. Well, the kids especially because, well, we already know we're not going to do that. Right. But these kids are being influenced by their teachers and their peers day and night. Well, I would say, and, and so if we have teachers telling our children they may not refer to their parents as mom and dad, 
do you think the next step for a child is to completely disrespect and ignore their parents? They already they are. are. taught them that way they, back 20 years ago when they stopped spanking them, when they took God out of the church. They did this a long time ago. But they're doing it now. We were recently in a restaurant, and one of the wait, you know waitresses told us, because she's a grandmother raising her children, which this is a common thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. There is a ridiculous amount of grandparents and other family members raising their relatives. So she said that her daughter comes home, her so granddaughter. Her granddaughter comes home, starts 11 years old. saying that she can do whatever it is that she wants. With her body. With her body, because it's her body, and th and then she, you know. And it's okay for her, for her to have sexual relations with anybody she wants, because right. it's her body. And if the grandma didn't like it, Too she bad. can suck it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then threaten to call the cops on her. I said, oh, I would have been like, go ahead and call the cops. Go ahead and call the cops. And before you do, you better have them send an ambulance, too, because I'm going to slap you all over the place for talking to me like that. Mm -hmm. I would have never spoken to my fa my mom or dad in that fashion i like my teeth too much yeah i love my teeth i mean who wants to be thrown up against the wall you know no. for disrespecting your family right. it's real simple you got to respect your parents you're just a kid mm -hmm. you're a freeloader mm -hmm. for right now we're gonna call you a freeloader and an alien you know why you don't pay for nothing you don't pay for anything uh, i would say but you know this is holy week and let me just remind you <laughs> okay <laughs> be nice to the children just <laughs> want to remind you that that the commandments say honor your I'm mother right. and father they don't say honor your parent persons it parent does not persons. say that <laughs> it doesn't say that right. and and there is a reason but the attack on the nuclear family where parents protect the children while they make a bunch of mistakes which is what they're supposed to do right. they're supposed to figure it out and now the mistakes that they are making have lifelong repercussions there is no soft landing for our kids right i remember growing up I wanted to be a rocker. I wanted to be a rocker through and through. I remember listening. I mean, this is the 80s. I thought you wanted to be a sailor. Well, it was in high school. <laughs> okay, never mind. Same middle, she's a sailor now. So I'm a sailor now. I cuss like a sailor. So <laughs> and so I almost need a swear jar in here. It's like beep, 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 beep. So I remember wanting to be a rocker through and through. I mean, you remember the 1980s. Uh, the rock scene came. They had cool hair. They, they had big hair. They had big hair. They had beautiful hair, all this stuff. And there was, you know, head banging and all this. I want to be a rocker because it was trendy. This is what was in style. Imagine now transgenderism. People are like, hey, well, maybe maybe I don't want to be a he or she and I just want to be an it. Or maybe I don't <laughs> want you to call me either. Or maybe I want to have a preferred pronoun. And what does that look like and all of this stuff? So that's all fine if you want to do that on, on the side. But to have an institution that is funded by taxpayers that are solely existing to educate you, meaning you get educated, you go out, you have a job, and you understand what it is, your purpose in life. Instead, they indulge them, and they create all of these new systems to, to, avoid, to avoid growing up, to further aid the person in their disconnect with reality. That's right. Ooh. That was well put. That was, I'm just saying like that. that, that was I hardcore, Dinah. No, but that's what's <laughs> yeah, happening. It is. You know, like uh, like I watched the Twinator, Twinados. You well, know, I got a couple of twinators. twins <laughs> in my family. And they stand about this big, and they think they're the boss. They're in what you call kindergarten, mm -hmm. right? And so boy and a girl, they're real funny. But they'll gang up on you every day. Well, there's, Likely there's they two win. of them. There's yeah. two of them. They, you know, there's two of them. And I see them pretend playing. And they pretend play about everything. Sometimes one's a little clerk at the grocery store. Sometimes they're outside driving a car. 
Sometimes they're playing house. They're doing all this pretend stuff. And then so imagine when we start instituting, oh, go ahead and pretend to be, you know, all of this other stuff that that just isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. Children pretend. And and the further we indulge them in this illusion... And they model. I and, mean, and they and model. They, they mm-hmm. see what you do. Uh, and, and not to be gross, but you know, my granddaughter is in, in the middle of potty training. Mm-hmm. And, and there is rewards for getting things where they, <laughs> just so you know. And, we know, but, we know. But, but this is, I, I, but you think they don't watch. They do watch. And so there was a small little brown accident on the carpet, and <laughs> it ended up in the little potty. Mm-hmm. Now you <laughs> should. <laughs> Okay. Like she picked it up and took it there. Kind of pull you guys. <laughs> but but she knew. I, she she's just over uh, slightly over two years old. She knew that that was the expectation of her parents, mom and dad, mm-hmm. and that they were going to be pleased with her. And she's already learned that. Now you may not like how that happened, <laughs> but but they know very early uh, about what your parents expect. And if your parents expect nothing, what do you think is going to happen exactly. to these kids? Children love boundaries. Like, yes, they like do. if you're strict with them and you're like, no, you can't, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you could behave like that with your peers. You can talk like that with your peers. But you when can, you're home, but when you're home, you don't address me like this. You refer to me properly. Uh, you respect me as I'll respect you. But at the end of the day, I'm the boss. If I, if you're in, in, in my command, like if you get dropped off with me for a couple of hours, even if we're just hanging out and I'm not babysitting, I'm just hanging out. I'm still in charge of you and you have to follow the certain rules. Children are like sponges. Yes. You have to teach them and they will do it. And then and then when you see them behaving in these ways, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like some, yeah. someone we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, this is how children grow. This is how we expand uh, their mindset, their existence, their importance in the world. Because, you know, who wants another do-nothing, lazy, uh, non-graduate, 45 illiterate, mm-hmm. See, But, but think about year old. this 11-year-old girl, girl you were discussing. And she is now, her boundaries are completely confused. In fact, she has no boundaries. And when children don't know where they fit, they actually act out. Because right. they need to know where they, they fit. Need direction. Exactly, they exactly. need direction. Exactly, exactly. They're testing you. Mm-hmm. They're testing you. So we got to take a quick break. This show is going to go by Already? fast. Already? Already. So I know. Yeah. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. Uh, support for today's programming on Off the Cuff ABQ is made possible in part by Semco. Thank you for supporting Off the Cuff ABQ and our mission. Hi, my name is Christina. And I'm Kenneth Garza, and we are the founders of the Cherub Initiative, a nonprofit organization. We help abortion minded women choose life with alternative resources away from abortion. Find out more about us at cherubinitiative.epizy.com and remember to click the donate button. Again, that is cherubinitiative.epizy.com. Preserving life, one baby at a time, saving lives, one mom at a time. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. 
And I'm Janice Arnold Jones. And we are um, troubles. Here. <laughs> yes, trouble is trouble. I mean, you got to be tough to have a show called what you call off the cuff ABQ. No kidding. Because I mean, we're just saying it how we're gonna say it as it is. As it is. No sugar coating. No sugar coating. Well, I'm grateful because there are a whole bunch of us who think this way. Right. And you're giving us voice, and we're grateful. Thank you. Thank you. And it's not for the easily offended. Inevitably, you're gonna hear something. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, you're gonna hear something like, "Here we go. Somebody's not." happy that might, that might offend you <laughs> that might offend you it's not for the easily offended mm -hmm. but it's what you call the 80 20 20 of it's always going to be junk but if 80 percent of it is okay hey, then take it well take it mm -hmm. but if you're offended for every little thing if you're offended because we don't like all the junk that you're doing and all this other kind of nonsense guess what this probably ain't the show for you but keep listening but keep listening because <laughs> listenership here at Off the Cuff ABQ, very, very important. Yes, this is. is why we would love to hear from you. If you go to our website, it's called offthecuffabq.com. There you could click to subscribe to our newsletter. You can sign up to be a guest. You can leave a comment or a shout out. We give shout outs. Who? who, who I have it? a shout out. I have a shout out. Give us a shout out. It's for Stuffies on Candelaria. They have the best breakfast burritos ever. And they have this great big burger called a Gorilla Burger. You've got to try it sometime. But it's on Candelaria on 12th Street. And they're, they're great people. And they have the best chili. Try it. Shout and out to and them. if you get their enchiladas, they put an egg. It's, an it's egg one of on the top. few through mm, drive-through that yeah. you can get an egg on top of Love your enchilada. Yummy. So shout so out to them. Is this the original family that owns Stuffy's? I mean, Stuffy's been in Albuquerque for years. For years. Is that the same family? I, they're I, I hiring. They're hiring like crazy. They don't have enough people. People don't want to wow. work. Everyone's hiring. Everybody. APS is. is hiring because they can't <laughs> even transport children to school or clean the, yeah. the schools. Yeah. Speaking of school, APS always in the news. They're still at 90% plan to transport and kids. And did you hear anything about education or academia when you read the story in the journal the other day about opening up our schools? No, no, not at all. Neither did I. I it was kind of nothing. Like, it was like kind of like uh, Keller's platform when he said he's running for mayor and he started out with his most important topic was what? Climate control. Right. Oh my God. Right. And three or four other unnecessary things at the very bottom was crime. Yeah. And he goes, we're all in this together. Sure we are. We're, we're uh, Burqueños, <laughs> and I'm from Burke, and I was like, what's a Burke? What's a, oh, you mean Burqueños, oh, you mean Burke, okay. the Duca Albuquerque, even though you allowed them statues, and I'm going to keep bringing to it up. To be torn down, shame on you, Keller, right. a little disappointed right. in you, that right. sucks. Offending every single Hispanic. Yeah, we're not going to forget that, Keller, oh. I hope you, you remember that Spanish control New Mexico. Yeah. Just in case you didn't yeah. know that. Right, talking about people of color, calling us colored people. Right. He calls us colored people. Another says, white man trying to tell us how to live. Ooh. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> it's okay, you're one of us, Janice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Janice says brown on the inside when she's here and off the cuff ABQ. <laughs> so, so we allow it. Yes. So well. we have to talk about. A Trisco Heritage High School. I don't want this to. This is breaking my heart. It uh, sounds like California up there, and it's right there in the west side. I, I would say, and no joke, when I saw this, I thought, oh, please, oh, please, not my high school. Now, my high school is Albuquerque High School, the actually the old one. Uh, but I'm thinking, no, this can't be a Trisco Heritage. This is in the middle of the South Valley. This is where we honor women. We honor our fathers. What, what are we happened? doing here? What happened? So a Trisco heritage, as in a Trisco land grant, and mm. yet they teach nothing of the land grant. They teach nothing of water rights or any of these kinds of stuff. Spanish culture. Spanish culture, mm -hmm. Native American culture, uh, influenced by Anglos. I'm just saying, New Mexico tri-cultural state, but here we are. 
making the subculture the primary focus of, of our school education of mm-hmm. our school for one and of our culture so on featured on the albuquerque official website and who's the new superintendent scott elder scott mm-hmm. elder uh he uh aps high school breaks the tradition to promote inclusiveness and diversity by basically eliminating the long-standing tradition of crowning the king and queen of your prom oh god Poof, gone yeah. You know, I have to. So I'm older than dirt, and I'm way older than you all. Thank you. But I can still remember. She is. <laughs> so our homecoming queen is Eva Torres. I don't know if you've ever heard her sing. She was the queen. She was not only beautiful, but she uh, inside and out. And you know, I have to tell you, I can't even remember who the king is. Uh, but I remember Eva. She has this wonderful singing career. And it was wonderful to honor her because we did different things. Right. Well, now we'll and have two kings or two queens at a, tri- a Trisco Heritage. Or, or we could have two its. Oh, is two that its? We I have pronouns. Somebody we slap me for saying he and she. Slap she slap her. Her. Jenny slapper. Janice <laughs> <laughs> Slapper. Stop it. She likes it. <laughs> Don't fall into her tricks. <laughs> so the high school is going to adopt a general neutral model for prom and homecoming. Starting this year, students will be selected to the royal court based on merit and vote count, but not by the female-male categories because, again, there is this big push. This is indoctrination, and it might seem like we like it is inclusiveness, and it's it's honoring this diverse group of people that we know exist, and, there's, and, and I'm not against it. If you want to live an alternative lifestyle, it's all good, but guess what? It's alternative. Mm-hmm. It's not the norm. Um, I have gay people in my family. I honor gay people. I celebrate GBLT, uh, you know, pride, except for now, except for they have the pedophiles and all of the stuff. It's become so perverted. And you said GBLT. It's L-G-Q-S-Y-Z-T-M-I-R. You know what I mean. We're all included. You know what I mean. Okay. And so I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with transgender people. I realize that those cases exist where people feel that they're trapped inside another body. Fine, not my struggle. Don't make your problem my problem, but I understand that those people exist. Do I think they should be protected uh, through laws and non-discrimination laws and stuff? If they need to be in place for it, fine. But at the end of the day, guess what? I don't want to live in your world. Yes, you're not that special. You're not that special. Not to me, anyway. It's not that but special. What, what we're losing here are some some basic and intrinsic differences in our society. Men and women are different. Now, if you want to look at merit, I will put women up against men any day in mathematics and engineering and uh, physics. Um, you know, we've done that. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what are you adding to the discussion here by saying that we are all the same when we are not? We have different gifts. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, uh, if you're if you're what you call uh, straight, I guess, or normal or traditional or man, woman, child in that order, if you believe in that, all of a sudden you find those group of people, if they say these things, oh, well, you're racist, you're homophobic, you're offensive, you're, you're transphobic, you're all of these sorts of things. And then, and then now you find women fighting for women's rights because these transgender women who stole them away. Who are That's n- right. And we, you know, I, we fought hard to even, I remember the day that there was no women's soccer I, and you know that there was no women. So we have created a tremendous amount of parity. 
I have coached soccer. Women are different than men when right. we play. And we play Absolutely. differently, but we play really well on both ends. But mm-hmm. they're different. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now all of a sudden, we, uh, women have talked themselves out of a, a, bathroom? a woman's bathroom. Oh, here's super, super important. I wanted to get to keep talking while I find it. <laughs> yeah, well, they, who wrote this script? Lori? <laughs> Fire him. Fire him now. I say, but, but what, I have what is qu- to be gained at, at this high school I by doing this to these serious, children? I have one serious, serious, serious question. Okay. Where are the parents they obviously live in the west side. They obviously live right there where we've been t- taught to be traditional, you know, conservative. We were born that way. Where are the parents that are allowing their children to come here and do this? Uh, you know, and I can and tell you. And it's probably a five, five people that are doing it like the country. Right. Yeah. It, but these are the same people who said you could not say Christmas in December in right. our mm-hmm. schools. Right. But what is happening, and parents, you listen, this is what schools do across the country. You are going to call up that principal and say, this is wrong, and I don't want my child uh, subjected to it, and they're going to say, but you're the only parent that said that. Mm-hmm. And you are not the only parent who said that. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of parents are calling in saying, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't sit back and decide and think that you they can do it all by themselves. They need your voice. But our kids are getting shortchanged as a result of this. That's right. Get on that school, parents. I mean, you, you see what they're, they're indoctrinating your children to not believe in themselves, in right. their own sex. You know, Absolutely. So APS is, is, is allowing children uh, who request their name and gender identity shall be changed in their official record, even though the state includes that, that you are either male or female based on whatever your birth certificate, your official record. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We, no, no, no. Jacob passed a law. Yeah. That you can go in and change your birth certificate. Now, the only thing he left out is you cannot change your DNA, at least not yet. Stand by. Stand by. You know, I, I told my little, uh, okay, I'll say it, my little granddaughter, when she came from school and she was very confused about this whole transgender thing that they're teaching them, and she said, well, you know, boys can wear petticoats and they can have a tiara and it's okay. And I said, no, it's not. They're not princesses. And he goes, but they can be. I said, go in the bathroom right now, pull down your pants and go see what's in there. And that determines what you are. Period. Not what they're telling you you could be or right. want to be. Right. Now, if you want to be You're some harsh grandma. Oh, well, she needs to learn. <laughs> well, because the girl came to her in tears and she was like, you know, trying to uh, convince. Explain to me. Explain to Stella that, hey, look, you know. You're old fashioned, mama. You're old fashioned and like boys can be queens. Yeah, but uh, not really. <laughs> you can be that on the stage. You could be that, uh, you know, alternatively, but it's not the mainstream. So transgenderism is defined. This is its definition is denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender does not correspond with their birth sex. In other words, in your mind, mm-hmm. This is what you are. Now, what does a transgender person look like? It doesn't matter. As long as you have this notion in your head that I, mm-hmm. or, you know. Could be the opposite sex I that would I say, wanted but, to. You know, with this used to be in the, that medical dictionary as a, as a phobia called gender dysphobia. Uh, it was, it's, you know, and so I appreciate it's identity crisis. It is, it It is. is. And, and you know, it might be transitory. So I, I had a question to ask you about APS. So 
I know lots of manipulative little girls. This is what they do. So this week they want to be he, but next week they want to be she, and the week after that they want to be they. How much paperwork is APS going to do? Right, <laughs> and so those are just kids. So maybe those bathrooms, they're not so, you know, uh, scary or violent, but check this out. If a person simply has to have a sense, meaning a sense like it's, it's, it's in my mind somewhere that, hey, I wear big breasts, but I think I'm a man. Mm -hmm. And then this big old man goes into the bathroom, a real man, no, uh, no, no transition surgery or still a man. Just um, let's say a male, because a real man wouldn't do that. Okay, a, a male. male. Okay, a biological born male walks into a bathroom, says, "I'm transgender. I can be here," and he's in there flashing your little girls, flashing your little or girls, worse. or worse. Because that's going to happen. Because you can't tell me that these pedophilers, they're, they're not going to find this as um, another negative naysayer. <laughs> <laughs> not for the easily offended. I just turned it off now, so I'll, uh, I'll respond to all of those later. Sorry about that. But it's a sense of personal identity and gender. So uh, years ago in the legislature, and you could see this coming, but we actually altered some employment law so that if you perceived that your boss was being mean to you, but your boss said nothing mean, your boss was wrong and you could sue. Right, based so, on your perception. But your perception, you know what? It might be incorrect. Totally. It might totally. be. You know, and there's another perception. Perception alone does not create fact. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah, it, it's misunderstanding, misinformation. All the, I've been misunderstood probably like my whole life. So people always think I'm super mean or something. She is, yeah. I, I well, would say, Dinah, you're really direct. I, I mean, okay, so, so this is another thing. Because I'm a direct communicator, mm -hmm. indirect communicators, passive-aggressive people will always find me offensive. And sometimes I say things in such a way just to be clear. clear. Yeah. So that way there's no miscommunication and people are like, well, you don't have to be so you know, racist. I, I yeah. would say, but perception is on the, the, the part of the perceiver. It has nothing to do with your intent, but your intent doesn't count. Only the perceiver's intent. That's wrong. Everyone's That's offended wrong. about everything. There Good go. grief. I want to take the word offended off the dictionary. It's, I, it's so overused. Well, in that's offensive, Stella. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. So we have a new uh, advertiser, Golden Equipment Company. They have earned great reputation in our community by providing top quality work and teams of experts that, can, that you can always depend on. For more information about Golden Equipment Services, head over to their website at goldenequipment.com, goldenequipment.com. They're the best. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest and newest conservative local talk on 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We'll be right back. Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author here of All Things Political and Humor. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April and it's called Mayhem Manor. In this book you have feckless bureaucrats, mindless politicians, and overwhelmed police force. Inside this book you'll find not one but two love stories and a very unlikely hero. Check it out. It's on Amazon.com and will be available on April 15th. You'll like the read. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest and newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on KDAZ 96.9 FM, 
700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. I'm Janice Arnold-Jones. And we are your host for today. It's called April Fool's Day. April Fool's. April Fool's. No, but no more April Fool's. <laughs> I'm sad. I want you, I know I have, a, I have an April Fool's statement. I want you to know that the rail runner has been running at full capacity and it actually pays for itself now. Oh, she's like, that's a good April Fool. That's Crime in Albuquerque? Hey, it's all better. It's all better. Homelessness? Poof. Gone. And guess what? You guys are full of it, huh? And guess what? What? When you fly by, pick me up. I got the giggles. And baby, I'm loads of fun. So when you fly by, pick me up. I'm stoned. There we are. (laughs) And that's how New Mexico will be now. There you go. (laughs) It's how we're going to roll now. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you know, we didn't. So back to reality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was. All right. So are we going to talk about vaccine passports? Are you um, offended? Because I'm offended. Yeah, we're offended can, again. Can, I, well, I am. You know I what? Am. I actually started school in Germany, and it was still close enough to the Second War that we knew. And the concept of asking people for their papers to go anywhere to do business was so abhorrent. I didn't say offensive. I said abhorrent. Yes. Okay. You're, and you're that's, that's where we're going. What yeah. is wrong with us? Let me see your papers. You know what's Let me see your papers. No, I don't have any. You know what's so alarming to me? Well, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I know I'm not going to because I've seen and heard of all these reactions. But I've also heard of people that have gotten both of them already and had a sore arm. And didn't. I, and I was nothing. talking to a nurse last night having dinner with her. And she said she's had both of them. She said, really, just a sore arm, like nothing much. But I've known people who had a fever, a breakdown. I mean, they, they went on and on and on when they got the vaccine. So I'm going to... Yeah, put it off for a while. But what is alarming to me that is New Mexico is pushing, pushing, pushing to get all the people with disabilities vaccinated immediately. <laughs> so what does that tell you if you have a Petri a dish, <laughs> Petri dish. Right, Scary. right. Yeah. Right, because in socialism, old people and um, disabilities, we're, we're they don't expendable. count. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. We're, we're just a Petri dish. Just so, taking just taking. And most space. of these people are are the exact groups that have stayed home. Yes, they haven't gone. They, they stay home. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. Mm, and, and so, I mean, let's be really offended here, but mm. did you notice what happened to our entire Native American population when they were locked down? I saw that. It, the uh, COVID just decimated it because the exact conditions were set up. They were ripe to literally make entire tribes sick. Right. What is like, wrong? And do we knew this. Deliberately. Yes. I mean, this is not foreign to us. We understand how things happen. And then God forbid if you say uh, Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Wuhan. Uh, Wuhan, not Luhan. Wuhan. <laughs> I say Wuhan. Not a mistake either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Wuhan flu, uh, the Chinese flu mm-hmm. or something like this because uh, it's racist, but they didn't say anything when they called it Spanish flu. That's right. And here's more of this. So we know of all these little stories and maybe you believe them, maybe you don't, but here's the reality and anybody anywhere can can figure this out. Around the world, vaccines have been distributed. Mm-hmm. Everybody rolled up their little sleever, got the little pokey poke, mm-hmm. still has to wear a mask, and guess what? Countries today are sicker. Are moving towards another lockdown. Why? Right, because Be- we're not building up our own immunities. You know, I, I so speaking of children, they need to play in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Period. They need to be with other little kids with snotty Out noses. Out in the sun. So that they are, the, your, your body is amazing, but the way your immune system works is by continuously building strength, building up immunities. If you live in a sterile environment, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm rarely wrong, you're going to get sick. It's like the boy in the bubble. 
There you go. Yeah. So boy in the bubble. And the moment you step outside, you are now much more vulnerable. You're going to get sick. You're going right. to get sick. We can. And I, I don't know about you, but I really do want to be near people who are respirating. I think that's a really good sign. It's healthy. Um, but if I'm afraid of you and I have to go wear my mask. Now, I get it. If you have a lung, if you have COPD, you probably need to wear a mask all the time because you are vulnerable. But I am not. Right. And, and whatever you may have is going to make me stronger. But it is true that what I may have may make you sick because you're already vulnerable. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's kind of always been like that. I don't, it's science. Uh, or biology. Biology. Ooh. Something. Well, something. But I, I know you had mentioned to me somewhere where they've all been already injected with the vaccines that they're getting sicker and they're causing, it's causing another wave of COVID. Well, so I'm, this is uh, what I'm talking about. If, if you're supposed to get the two shots and everything and let it, later on you get sick with COVID, where you probably wouldn't have before if you hadn't taken the injection, then what's the point of the so, injection? So I have a question for you because, you may, again, you all are so young, you may forget, have forgotten yes, about I'm the bird, child. Young. The bird flu. Child, yeah. So did you get a shot specifically for the bird Absolutely flu? Absolutely not. Uh, the bird flu was a type of flu flu, was it not? Mm -hmm. and, and have we always had flu? Mm -hmm. we, we have. And, and so now, and I will tell you what, they were, they, the teachers in the schools were going, oh my gosh, ring hands, ring hands, ring, that we're all going to get bird flu and we're all going to die. Right. Why are they going to happen? Well, they've been trying to do this forever. Like, do yeah. you, I mean, even H1N1, like every year there's and something. Swine flu, and swine flu. And swine flu. And then there was SARS. And this is, uh, COVID is a type of SARS. Yes. Uh, and, and we're going to have a different version next year. Of course. And, and so please make sure you live in a sterile environment so next year when it comes, you'll get really sick. And maybe the government can subsidize bubble balloons. Yeah, so stay on lockdown, wear your mask, and see what happens. Yeah, stay mm -hmm. there, be quiet, shut up, stand in the corner, and act like you ain't well, free American. You know what well, I have I to say? I, I know that we reject Californians coming here because they bring all the liberalism and here. And they're bright ideas. And it drives us crazy. But California, it was in the news... All have taken up and saying we're not wearing the mask, and all the communities have just stopped wearing the mask. That's right. all there is to it. That's all it takes. And just there, don't be a, a sheep. A bunch of folks who've moved into Las Cruces who have led the way on saying we're not wearing masks anymore. We're mm -hmm. done. Yeah, we well, are done. Well, it's called the unmask movement. Yes, COVID nineteen, COVID, all of this. It's really over because you go to all these box stores, you go anywhere. People are out. They're spinning their stimmy. Mm -hmm. They're stimmy. Everyone got their <laughs> stimmy. Where's my money? Uh, except for those that were disabled and those and senior citizens uh, on on SSI and senior citizens. This yeah. is why uh, President Biden didn't want to sign his. His name right there. But under Trump, those were the first group of people to get it. Guess who's going to be the last to get their stimmies? The old people. Veterans. Mm. Old veterans. veterans. They're the that. last in line. They're mm -hmm. the last in line. Mm. Well, most people are last in line. I just want to say really quick about the border again because we've been on this. There is a misconception that conservatives do not care about the issues of other countries, of other people, that we somehow lack uh, compassion, empathy, something like this. I care about the people that are at the border. I don't care what country they're from. And as far as Mexico goes, New Mexico has always had a long, complicated, and often beautiful relationship with yes. Mexicans. But at the end of the day, coming to this country, there is a process, and every country does it. I, I'd like to see an American go and try and jump another person's border and see what happens to you. But there is an overwhelming amount of children that are coming alone. Recently in the news, there was... Two children, one three, one five. They were thrown over 
uh, this huge border wall. They 14 foot drop. 14 foot drop. They flag down border patrol to come and get them. And, uh, you know, acting like a good Samaritan. Those are smugglers. Those are human smugglers, human trafficking. But all you have to show is a child. And all you have to show is a child. And then they reported that some man later went to the facility to claim the kid. Because he oh. abandoned him, ran oh. away from him. Well, I'm glad the misunderstanding was uh, cleared up. So charge him, charge every person bringing their child, letting them go, putting them in the hands of coyote, drugs. These people aren't your friends, and they're not sponsors. So what is a sponsor? They say we need sponsors for these immigrant children, but what are sponsors? Exactly. Well, they're supposed to be relatives. They're not. They're not. I don't think they are. Sp- I don't, I don't they think would, they, they are They would say either. a relative. They would say relative, but it says relatives or sponsors. So they're just turning them over to anybody who will take them. Anybody, anybody. I would say, anybody. but didn't President Trump demand that there be DNA tests so that we were, when we released children, that they went to family? Because mm-hmm. he knew this was happening. See, mm-hmm. he was separating these people because these children were coming in, and they're like, no way, man. That baby, that child does not belong to you. Uh, we don't know what uh, what we're supposed to believe that all of these countries, three countries, South America or, or Central America, they're just sending their children over through a thousand, three-year-olds. Here you go, go across 3,000 miles worth of desert and good luck. It's mm-hmm. all the time we got. Last words, go. Mm, that's it. Well, save the children. Say bye. That's all I have to say. And yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Janice Arnold-Jones. Thank we, you. We honor your mother, honor your father. Yes. Always praise yes. God. Yes. May God be with us day and night. God bless you, New Mexico. You are listening to Off the Cuff ABQ, the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk. KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. We'll see you Monday because we got weekends off. Yay, weekend. So weekend. when you fly by, pick me up. I got the giggles. And, and baby, I'm loads of fun. So when you fly by, pick me up. I'm stoned.